Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Start up, start up, start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, start up, start up. They making noise. Start up, start up, start up, start up, start up. Episode one forty-five. This is the Brooklyn Boys podcast. Hello, everyone. Hi. How are you? He's scary. I'm Brody. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> In I'm, case this is your first episode, I'm drunk. You're a little bit. You're a little bit off. I'm a little tipsy. Yeah, I'm a little bit annoyed that you're tipsy. It's the middle of the afternoon th- on a Friday. Yeah, and my friends are like, uh, "Hey, scary." Um, a bunch of us are going for lunch, and I'm like, "Oh, nice." And then they're like, "Oh, it's raining, so why don't we just get some Italian heroes?" Brody, you can appreciate this. Yeah. I said, "Yeah, all right. We'll we'll go to my my friend's apartment." So. The three of us went to my buddy's apartment. We ordered nonstop salamis and supersadas and eggplant and shrimp parm. It was just so good, Brody. And But my buddy likes to accompany everything with wine. So I've had three glasses of wine, scotch on the rocks, and an espresso okay. with Sambuca. I yeah. love Sambuca. I, I'll talk about Sambuca later with Anthony Rodilla, too. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> now that you mentioned Anthony Rodilla. Uh, Anthony Rodilla is on the show up. today. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony Rodilla. If you don't know who Anthony Rodilla is, you will soon. He is um, a bubbling up comic. Yeah. Who is, he grew up listening to our morning show in the New York area. Mm. And he blew up on YouTube. And now he's playing, he's playing big arenas and uh, venues and uh, casinos and... Um, He's hilarious. He and does so, uh, an impression of his, uh, what he calls his character, Uncle Vinny, and 
Lucia Vucia. I forgot the name of it's, it already. It's hard to explain. And Lucia. A, anyway, he's but a first he uses, generation Italian American. Right. His but, parents are off the boat. His aunts and uncles are off the boat. Meaning they just got here right. when they were adults. And uh, yeah. he, he uses tells stories about them. Yeah. He uses them in his act. He gets vi- he gets viral videos off of uh, Snapchat filters by making their faces. Uh, he does the voices with the faces all yeah. contorted and stuff. But the, so the, if you we, want, yeah. you can pause this in this this podcast. Yeah. right before we go to him. Yeah, go to R- Rodia Comedy. Right, it's R O D I A. It's like radio, but the letters yeah. are switched around. Go to Rodia Comedy. Go on YouTube. Watch any one of his videos. Check it out. And the thing about him is, even though he's not from Brooklyn, he's he's kind of part of the tribe. He because he acts like us. He it's he might as well be from Brooklyn. If you're not familiar with the geography, he's a half hour, forty five minutes north north of Manhattan. Yes. But it's still the same idea, right? Yeah, it's like being from Jersey. You drive in. Right. So we're gonna talk to him and also go on our first Zoom video. For the Brooklyn Boys. Right. With Obviously, him. the way you're listening to this podcast is not a Zoom video. No. We are audio only at this point, but after we take our little commercial break, we're going to come back and everything from there on out will be on video. So it'll be a video companion, we call it. You know right. what that means? That means you don't li- watch the video in lieu of listening to this. It means you listen to this, and we get the credit, and you watch the video By on the top way, of to, that. To tell you how drunk Scary is, <laughs> we made up before we started recording that we would just play the interview, and at the end, after it aired, we would say, if you want to see the full interview, yeah, right? right, because there's more to the video than we played in the audio, Yes. Uh, now check out the video. Yeah, the video but has no, bonus footage. Right, but what Scary just did was, he basically said, turn off the audio. I didn't say that. I that, ju- You yeah. heard me say it. You said, listen right. to this through, and yeah. when you get to the part right, of but him. You know how people are. You know, I don't blame uh, them. You're like, oh, you can get video now. You can leave. You might as well tell people to go listen to Call Her Daddy again. Like that's what you do. You you drive you drive people away. Also, why can't people listen to Call Her Daddy and us? Because they, because why, because, Brody? Because if they don't have be an selfish, share. If, if they have an hour to give, I would prefer to listen to us. Not everyone has two hours. Oh, okay, look, God, you owe, so... you owe you owe me an apology. You I owe don't. our listeners an apology. I don't owe you okay? shit. You, okay. Yes, you owe you owe, I owe you nothing. What do I owe you, you an apology for? Because okay, we, we were, were supposed record- to we were supposed to record this yesterday, and you, no, you we every week to. you fuck me. I want to do on. this on a Tuesday, or on a Wednesday, and on, even okay. on Thursdays, and we, we can't up, do it. We made up to <laughs> we made up to do the interview <laughs> on Thursday, right? <laughs> then his manager contacts us and says he really wants to do video, and we're like, all right, no problem. <laughs> by the way, we're not doing any Brooklyn Boys podcast episodes on on Zoom. We're uh, it's already established. Yeah, but just like the way we established, we'd never do our podcast from home. How's that hey, working out? Nah, I've, I've broken the rule twice. That's it. I have no more rules to break. So we did the interview yesterday, and Scary's like, yeah, I'm tired. I'm done. I can't do anymore. <laughs> so we're like, all right, we'll do the interview. We'll do the interview Friday. I said, all right. So I said, Scary, how about 2 o'clock? No, earlier. I said, how about twelve thirty? He says twelve. I said, all right, Scary, we'll do twelve o'clock on Friday, no problem. At about a ten forty-five on Thursday, I'm sorry, ten forty-five on Friday, he says, yeah, can't do twelve. Uh, let's do three. Now, he, I figured maybe he's got a client meeting, his family's coming in, you know, over, whatever. Yeah. No, he cancels the Brooklyn boys to go out eating and drinking with his boys. It, it was, was just Bro- lunch. Just lunch, yeah. It was the, a the, sensible lunch. Hey, listen, right. it was it yeah, was yeah. either Brody or eggplant parm. What would you choose? I would choose the slices because they're more important to me than a sandwich. <laughs> that can wait. That's just me. So then I text you and I go, how about 3.30? Right? You're like, okay. 
So at 3.30, I say, I'll be home. I'll be back, uh, set up in my, uh, ready yeah. to go in like five minutes. Five minutes go by. I'm like, hey, you haven't sent me the link to connect our audio. No response. I call his cell phone. No response. Most of the time, you, now you know how it feels when you keep me waiting all the time. I call your house. No response. Okay. So he, he, at 3.50, he tells me, yeah, give me a couple minutes. At 4 o'clock now, four hours after our noon appointment, uh, he's like, oh, I'm ready to go. Oh, I had a couple of drinks. So wake it up, brother. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm awake. Don't you yeah. worry. Oh, speaking of liquor, if I might, I want to liquor? send a shout-out. Liquor? I didn't even know her. I want to send a shout-out to Theme Night Wines. No relation to M. Night Shyamalan. Theme Night Wines, they have bottles of wine that they that they uh, create to go with certain nights. Like, there's a pizza night flavor. It's a white wine that goes well with pizza. There's a movie night, right? There's different nights that pair with what you might be doing on those nights, Okay. Anyway, they were a client. They aren't any longer, to my knowledge. Oh, about six, eight months ago. They all gave, they gave us wine. It was delicious. I had it with pizza. It was great. I think it was in February, before the pandemic, because I remember you eating it on Valentine's Day weekend because I had heart-shaped pizza, if that, if, that, if that rings a bell with everybody. back in that Heart-shaped pizza? Go, yeah, heart-shaped pizza. That's what pizza Isn't that what now. your uh, wife used to do for you on Valentine's Day in the bedroom? A heart-shaped pizza? Give you a little heart-shaped pizza? If you had said maybe isn't that a Nirvana a Nirvana song, I would have been like, okay. Or album, I would have been like, okay, I get it. Heart-shaped box, heart-shaped pizza. I well, get it. it's, a, that was a, it's, a, it's a pie touch. reference. Wow. Now, you, now you're making a, a, a nasty sexual innuendo about my wife. Yeah. And you're minimizing. Well, she doesn't listen to this podcast. Her, what the hell is she? private parts as pie. That's tacky. <laughs> That's tacky. So wait, we oh, on the subject of wines. Can we talk about wines yeah, for a no, second? Okay, so theme night wines. Yeah. So I got something about wine. Out of the blue on Wednesday, I get an alert that says UPS will be delivering a package to your house between like ten and, and one on Wednesday. Mm. The it doesn't show up. Okay. No alert from UPS, nothing. Then I get an alert on Thursday. You have a package that will be arriving today between whatever time and whatever time. Yeah. Nothing shows up. Yep. I track the package. It says it's at the distribution center about 10 minutes from my house. Nope. All right. Doesn't show up on Thursday. Yep. Today, I get an alert. Your package is arriving today between 945 and 1130. Oh, I know where this is going. Okay. It's so, happened well, to me with my scooter. Do. Go ahead. I don't, I don't know if you do know where it's going. So the box arrives today and I see the label. I'm like, oh, theme night wines. They, I, wow. They must have sent me a bottle of wine. I love these guys. So nice. I lift up the box off my porch. And it, it's like there's nothing in it. It feels like like maybe they mailed tissue paper. It's that light. Wow. The box feels like it's empty. So I, I open it up, and it's all it's got like bubble stuff and 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 uh, brown paper. Did you rummage through some, it? Hold on. I didn't rummage through it yet. There's a note from them. Hey, uh, they called me Dave, by the way. And I don't have to correct them on that. But it said, hey, Dave, uh, was thinking of you guys. Love your show. Just wanted to say thank you and give you a little something, you know, for the fall season. Mm, nice. Well, that's nice. So I, I like, I wonder what it is. So I reach in and I see the, the top of a bottle of wine, mm-hmm. and I pull it out and it's wrapped in paper. Right. And it doesn't weigh very much. So I'm like, oh, they must send me a little mini bottle of wine. Yeah. So I take it out, and it's just the top of the wine. The rest of the wine bottle is smashed inside the box. The wine is gone. There's nothing but shards of glass in the box. 
I'm lucky I didn't cut my hand off. Uh, uh, and so so I'll post, and the wine's evaporated by this point. The wine is gone. There's no wine. <laughs> so in the time from Wednesday, when it was supposed to show up, I don't know if they dropped it on Wednesday and we're like, oh, we don't want to deliver it. Like, let's just put it over there and we'll figure something out. And they're like, maybe he won't notice and we'll give him, or maybe they're waiting for the box to dry. For two You're days. talking about the, uh, the delivery UPS. company, UPS. UPS. <laughs> so the fu- uh, it, it could be, have been uh, a cruel uh, joke. Maybe they didn't have the wine to give you, and they said, "Let's send this asshole a smashed bottle." Right. Well, why, am I, why? Why? Why am I an asshole? Uh, they like me a lot. That's that's not nice. It wasn't like some company I had a problem with, and they were sending me condolence wine. These are good guys. We met them. They came up to the station. Hi, where's my box? <laughs> Why don't you ask your girlfriend? Oh, call oh. back. <laughs> <laughs> You're on a roll. Uh, there is a great wine company, not a sponsor, but if you want to trip out your friends and you want to really have a great conversation yes, piece. Yes, that's what I want to do. I want to trip out my friends. It's called 19 <laughs> Crimes. Yeah, my wife drinks it. Does she have yeah. the companion app that goes along with it? Yeah, of course. I mean, she did. She deleted it after the So after there's the a, gimmick. You, you download an app. It's a gimmick. And yeah. you open up your camera phone and you point it at the label. So you're looking through the lens of your phone, right? And it's a, Did you just at, say camera phone like it's the camera phone? You phone and um, just open up your phone. Please open up your camera. phone's camera and same shit. And then camera you, app. And you open up the app and then all of a sudden the label that you're looking at actual, you know, through the lens starts fucking animating and coming alive it tells you a story about the the criminal that's on the um that's on the label now yeah. um by the way I, they I have like say you're, i don't want to say you're drunk scary but you're looking at a, at a carton of milk right now <laughs> <laughs> no but true story so they, there's a whole series of them and it's a really you know it's a pretty much of a scamboni the way they get you to buy every single label every single criminal because you want to run them through the app and you want to hear the story of how they became right. that way so the, they uh recently be- came out with a limited edition snoop dog so snoop actually co- is on the label it's actually a california wine i mean go figure California, California wine. wine. Yep. And then you look through the label and he goes, for shizzle, my nizzle. And he comes alive. Oh, the no, label comes alive through the, uh, it's, it's literally, he does Snoop isms. When you look through your phone's camera. Did he really say for shizzle, my nizzle? Yeah. I think he, yeah. For shizzle, okay, my drizzle think, or something. I, oh, okay. I think he's done with that expression. Do, do you remember when he was up at the radio station back anyway. in, I want to say December? Yeah. So he came up and for an interview, I guess with, with our hip hop station, uh, Hip Hop and R&B station, Power 105.1. Yeah. And as he was leaving, I happened to be in the hallway by the door and by the reception area. Yeah. And everybody like sw- everybody swarmed him. So I met him once before. I-, I didn't say like, hey, remember when you met me? I said, hey, can I grab a picture? So yeah, he said, sure. And then, so one, I don't, I don't remember who it was. It was some guy in sales was like, do you mean, when you say sure, do you mean for shizzle my nizzle? Yeah. <laughs> and Snoop looked at him like, <laughs> you, you dumb you dumb white bastard. <laughs> like, that is so 2001 yeah. or whatever year it was that he used to say that. Yeah. So I got the impression he's done with people quoting him. So I, right. I doubt he would well, still say that. He's but. certainly not done selling wine because he, oh, I mean, not. for eleven ninety nine, I bought a bottle of this stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, at the barbecue later, I'm going to be the hit. I'm going to, I'm going to open up the app of 19 Did you blow their mind? I blew, we blew everybody's mind. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. and we blew, and it was it was just <laughs> you blew what <laughs> blew a two point oh. <laughs> is that what his name is? <laughs> no, 
No. No. So anyway, 19 Crimes, check it out. It's, you know, again, no, we're not getting not paid for sponsor. this. We, they should be a fucking they sponsor at this be. point because we're selling their goddamn wine for, you know, we're not getting shit out of it. That's but anyway, right. but it's, it's a cool. Crimes, it's a cool. wine that will blow your friend's mind. <laughs> but yeah. But anyway, yeah, go take a look. The label will come alive okay, uh, through the it, app. Man, here. We get it. It's, Do you get it's it? All Do you really it's get all technology. It's Listen, not like- uh, uh, my buddy, my buddy uh, Ryan was at lunch with us today and he was so pissed he had a uh, one of those larry david moments and maybe what's that like been uh, i don't know what is that like no no it was one of those like ah fuck me um so a buddy of his was talking to him and saying oh yeah man uh tomorrow saturday i can't go play golf uh, i gotta move a bunch of shit from one house to the next and doing this and my buddy ryan just being a nice guy was like oh well if you need any help you know let me know and then his buddy turns right back around and goes, well, actually, as a matter of fact, I do. Dude, never <laughs> meet, me, meet me at noon. Never Here's the offer. address. So my buddy got rope. My buddy, all he was doing was doing that lip service thing that you would tell your friend like, oh, yeah, you know, you want to pretend like you want to help, but you really don't. So he fucking stuck his neck out and now he's stuck going to show up at noon tomorrow helping this dude move from one place to the next because he opened his big fucking mouth. I said, why yeah. did you do that? Yeah, never volunteer. He, oh, he, also, not only never volunteer, never volunteer other people. Yeah. Right? Somebody volunteered us today on text messaging on the big show. So we were talking about, now you you sponsored the uh, Elvis Duran free money phone tap this yes. week, right? Right. We have no money. We have no uh, sponsors right now. For the the phone pandemic tab, yeah. has hit a lot of companies hard. Yeah. And so companies don't have the budget to sponsor because yeah. usually we give away $1,000. Right. So I said, oh, so I get, I'm going to reach into my pocket. I'm going to give $25 a day. I'll chip in 125 bucks for the week, five days. Boom. And, uh, you know, so I'm pa- I paid, I quote, sponsored this week's free right. that was, money. That phone was tab. nice of you. Thank that you. That was nice of yeah. you. Yeah. And then Nate on our show was like, I'm going to pay $26 a day next week. Right. Right. Which is $131. Right. Right, if I, if I do my math. Uh, 20, yes. Uh, I'm yeah. good with the math. You're good. good with the math. So somebody texts in and says, the Brooklyn boys should sponsor it for even more money. It's actually $130, but okay. I may be drunk, but I'm smart at math still. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> no, 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 no you're right. You're yeah. right. Yep, continue. $26, right, okay. Um, <clears throat> what did I say, 135 You said 131 It's 130 where the one came from. That would make no sense. It would make no uh, So I apologize. Uh, normally I'm great at math. And I haven't been drinking. Mm-hmm. Although I'm, I have to say, I'm exhausted. Last night was, a, we're not going to get into it, but last night was a major news story. Major news story. Thursday night. You probably know what it is. Um, about COVID-19 and the president. So I, I was fascinated by it. And I, I was up scary, no, no lie, 3 o'clock in the morning. I slept like a baby. Because the story, the story broke at like uh, 1240, 1245. Right. So I had watched Seth Meyers. I got alert on my phone, and I, so I switched to the news, and I was obsessed. I couldn't go to bed. I, I had to see everything. I learn everything, know everything. And so I got, I want to say, two and a half hours of sleep. Right. Maybe. So I apologize for being off the one. one. That's okay. Now that I think but about as you, it, you're in the middle I, of the I sentence. Don't, I, don't, I feel a little, a little what's I that? was correcting your math, and uh, what were you, you're in the yeah. middle of something. About. Yeah, right. So they volunteered us to, to sponsor the phone tap. Right. Some, oh, somebody even came, more money. Wait, did somebody volunteer you? Oh, us. No, us. Oh, the Brooklyn right, the boys. Brooklyn boys should sponsor the, the the phone tap the following week for even more money. Oh, that's so terrible. Words, Nate, Nate topped you. 
Yeah. And now they're saying we should spot. Oh, so I should go back in again. Idea. You're going to go back. Someone else is going into my pocket for me. Hey, thanks. Right. So I love the idea that there are, you're a slice, whoever you are. And I, I love that you want us to get the, the recognition, right? I get that. But, you know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't necessarily have the disposable income to kick up the money. So if Scary and I go half on it, then it'll be $13 a day, right? Right? Yes. Each. Okay, it would be $65 each. So, yeah. but for $65 each now, do we get like a full, hey, sponsored by the Brooklyn Boys, check out their podcast at iHeartRadio? Like, do we get a tagline? We get a tagline. Because <laughs> like, most sponsors, like, like when Home Depot sponsors the phone tap, it's not just, hey, it's the Home Depot free money phone tap. After the phone tap, it's like, you want $1,000. Remember, Home Depot, with all your Christmas shopping needs, right. Home Depot, HomeDepot.com. Like there's always like a tag. So so they, would we get a sponsorship tag? Yeah, do we for get the, the Brooklyn tag? Boys. Wanna, yeah. Right. Well, well, you know what? We can investigate that. Then it may be worth that while. I'll go right. into my do pocket we get again. Copy? But like you gave you gave 125 dollars out of your own pocket for nothing. But you got nothing. You, 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 you should have said I'm sponsoring it as the co-host of the Brooklyn Boys podcast. Yeah, but at the time I just didn't know any better. I just like I just threw you, it you out never there. Know any, this is by the way. This is another lost opportunity. Oh. Another we've talked about well, this. I don't even know if it was on the podcast or not. But every time Elvis throws you a meatball, right? You, which, by the way, I'm sure you eat. You never take him up on it. You never. You're like, oh, uh, Brody and I had a fight over the last episode, whatever. But you don't say. By the way, episode 138 of the Brooklyn Boys, which was one of our best episodes. Yeah. Speaking of meatballs, um, Uncle Johnny on the Big Show. You know, yeah. he he jams raisins and uh, pinoli nuts into pinoli the nuts, into yeah. his meatballs. Do you, in your meatball recipe? I mean. I don't know. No, I mean, t- no. well, listen, Sicilian meatballs traditionally have oh, I get pinolis, and nuts, and raisins. Um, my family, we like to do three parts. It's the, the holy trinity. We do pork, veal, and beef. Equal right. parts with of an course. egg That's and breadcrumbs and things like that. It. What That's do you it. put egg in your meatballs, crumbs. Brody? Same Just thing? Just that. They do the trinity. Although, I have to say, I, you if don't like you the do veal. like all beef chopped meat, like because that's like you're just doing meatballs. Oh, an all beef meatball? All beef meatball. Like, you know, chopped meat. Use chopped meat. Yeah. Right? And then, you put, you know, a little, uh, I can do a little oregano. Olive oil a little, little bit. A little grated cheese. Yeah. And some breadcrumb. Yeah. Roll that baby up. Yeah. Put a nice sauce on it. Oh, yeah. I'm good with that. But as far as the raisins and the pinoli nuts. Yeah. I can maybe go for the pinoli nut. Maybe. I'm not a fan of raisins in my meatballs. Uh, unless it's a Swedish meatball, then it's like a sweet thing. I can go with the raisins. But I, I like raisins in some food, like a good noodle pudding. If you're a Jew, you know what a I'm kugel, talking about? A kugel. A kugel. A kugel. A noodle pudding. A kugel. K-U-G-E-L. See, I like cherries um, in my kugel. Do you? Maraschino cherries in my kugel. All right. Um, and But my wife, on the other hand, hates raisins, doesn't think they belong in any food. Yeah. Any food that would normally have yeah. a raisin, like oatmeal raisin cookies, she won't eat them. Yeah. She hates raisins in things, and because she's the mom... All my kids feel the same way. So Uncle Johnny today on the big show was talking about throwing raisins and pinoli nuts in his meatballs. Well, that's and, what he does. Well, it's a, it's a Sicilian. He called it a Sicilian meatball, and I Googled it, and I'm like, wow, he's right. But I'm Sicilian, and I've never done that. So, By the way, whatever. that was your nickname in high school, wasn't it? What? Sicilian meatball? Yeah. Hey, look at that. Here comes that <laughs> hey, Sicilian hey, meatball. Hey, hey, oh, hey. So uh, you were talking about meatballs. Oh, I, I was? We dive. 
No, we were talking about digress. sponsoring the podcast. Yes. Yeah, so, all right. So, uh, yeah. You segue. You are drunk as a... How are we talking about meatballs? Gone. Where did we get on the meatball topic? Because we were talking about the show and, and sponsoring the podcast and getting a tagline. And I don't know. Why don't you rewind the podcast? You should listen Shit. to it. It's funny. I should skip 30 backwards. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, speaking of nothing, uh, Uncle Johnny was on the show yeah. talking about meatballs. Right. Yeah. Well, so, that's yeah. why. I... I um, you want? I got a scamboni. Oh, you got a scamboni. Can I throw a scamboni? So you talking about like Italian things? Sure. Scamboni. Scamboni. Yeah, yeah, we know, we know. <laughs> What's your scamboni? Uh, here, here, here's a quick scamboni. Scambroni. I got a couple. Can I do a couple? Can we do a little scamboni segment? Sure. Uh, you got a scambonis for us? I got a couple. Well, why don't you go for it first? Because I wasn't prepared, you dick. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't be prepared anyway. You're drunk. I'm not drunk. I'm even better when I'm wasted. Right. I'll tell you what. Do you have scambonis? I'll do one now. We can do more later. Do I have. have uh, what, what was your scamboni right now? You, okay, you were so the one who called scamboni. for it, so I called okay. for it. We got it right, right. here. Wiki, so, wiki, wiki, wiki. I needed an inexpensive pair of of earbuds. Right. Wired earbuds. Right. Right. With a with a button for phone calls, like a mic, a mm-hmm. mic and a button. Mm-hmm. So I'm you know, I'm not looking for for Beats. I'm not looking for uh, Bose. I just want a cheap pair of headphones I can wear to the to my to to if I go to the gym. I got to do physical therapy right now on my shoulder because I hurt my shoulder, and so I need a new pair of headphones just to pop in my ears, wired up, no big deal. So I get a pair off Amazon. I want to say they were eight ninety nine. They had a four point eight review. The reviews looked legitimate, right? And uh, I get them. They sound really good. They do. I'm very happy with my my eight ninety nine pair of headphones. Very happy with them. Just what I wanted. Okay. In the box with the headphones is you hear this? Yep. It's it's a little uh, professionally printed, double sided. It says Amazon gift card. Right. Mm-hmm. It's folded into fourths, and it, it has it's brown with the Amazon logo on it. It says claim your five dollar Amazon gift card now. So you're like, wow, what Amazon's giving me a five dollar gift card? This is great. This right. is fantastic. Yeah. I open it up and it says, as a small business, the reviews we get are incredibly important. If if you find out that you like our product, I don't know if they mean if you find out you like our product. Shouldn't it be if you find you like our product? Hey, I found guess what I found out today, Scary. I like their product. Who knew? <laughs> if you find out that you like our product and service, please be sure to give us a five star review. And forward us the confirmation email from Amazon along with your order number. Here's their email, right? It says, we will be sure to send you a $5 Amazon e-gift card within a 24-hour period. Nice. So here's the scamboni. They're paying me $5 for a five-star review for $9 headphones. Oh, my God. Did you not realize that? So That's, I bought these headphones. Right. Th- like, wow, they had a 4.8 uh, positive review, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, wait a minute. Did all those people get $5 to lie about the review? That's a lie. Right. That, that's, that, they're, they're kind of, they're telling you without telling you. They're, they're not telling you directly no, to give I them a five-star review. I don't think they I would figure that out. I think they were like, oh, well, bonus. I can give them a, a positive review, get five bucks. You know there's people who don't like the headphones or like, well, I was going to give them three stars, but for five bucks, F it, I'll give them a five-star well, How review. is it worded again, though? I, I mean, there was no tip-off? I, I, no, that's if I, that, I already had my bris. Oh, Hi-yo. I'll look that up if you're not Jewish. Okay. It was, you're like, oh my God, he's brilliant. But like a week from now when you Google it. 
Uh, okay, so it says, as a small business, the, you really should listen to this podcast. No, I, I'm, not, I'm listening. As, as a, a small, small business, business right. Rev, as a small business, the reviews are incredibly important. Yeah. If you find out that you like our product and service, please be sure to give us a five-star review, which is, okay, that's great. Of course, you want people to give you five-star so, reviews. So, right so, so they are telling you to give, they're encouraging no, no, at that, you. At that point, they're saying, if you like us, hey, give us a five-star review. But then it continues. And forward us a confirmation email from Amazon along with your order number. Fucked up, Our man. email address fucked is up. blah, blah, blah. No, fucked up. That's wrong. By the way, how are they allowed to get away then, with that? And then there's a screenshot of how to submit a product review. But what I'm saying is, for every $9 pair of headphones, yeah. they're giving me a $5, $5 credit. Right. How much did they pay for that credit? Did they pay $5? Or does Amazon give them $5 credits for $250? That's so that, that, that. Right? So Amazon discounts them the credit. Yep. Thereby rewarding me. I enjoy Amazon more. I'm more likely to buy something with a four and a half star rating. Therefore, Amazon gets their cut. Everybody wins, except I'm buying headphones that maybe aren't as good as the review says. Fuck you, Amazon. Fuck you, headphone guy. Yeah. Holy shit. That's this is wrong. a major scamboni. Huge. Huge scamboni. Um, but on the other hand, I want the $5. Right. You would give the five-star review, right? Right. But I might be fucking the next no, guy. You, no, that is an indirect way of paying pay for play with the review. What if I like the headphones and I do the review because I'm like, oh, I like the headphones, no problem. But then a month from now, they die because they're shit. Right. I can't take back my five-star review, can I? No, you can I, can't. Can I review another? You know what I could do? Can you delete it? I, if, I, I well, I can. I can check. You know, don't, don't tweet me, by the way. I'll figure it out, but, but, but that's, that's beside the point. What if I buy another pair? leave a bad review, and then return the second pair because Amazon takes everything back. Like, hmm. there's a way around it. You hmm. can absolutely hmm. leave a bad review. Hmm. So if I can't delete hmm. the first one, which I probably can, um, I'll just leave a second one to even them out. So, yeah. But um, imagine, that's a scamboni. That is a huge scamboni. I don't but have any other, I, yeah. But there's no, there's no date on here. So I think I should wait, make sure the headphones don't die. And if they do die, I'll return them for a credit. You know, right after I get my five, you brought up the word headphones. Uh, it, it triggered me into seeing um, mentioning this news story I saw yesterday um, on I Long Island. Scamboni, on Long it. Island, there was it's, this is not a scamboni unless okay. somebody's trying to scamboni the system. Um, there was a report on NBC, the local NBC affiliate, about uh, I guess a Long Island harvest, like one of those ask no questions where you drive up and they drop a box of food in your trunk. And they were giving away food to people who needed it because there's okay. a lot of people out there that can't make ends meet, and you know sure. they're they're in dire straits. So they, uh, you know, the, these people they showed the volunteers, the veterans that are getting together, and all the food and how they packed it all up, and then they drop it in people's trunks. So then they cut to interviewing people that were picking up the food. All of a sudden, you see a huge fucking Mercedes roll by. And they, they open up the trunk and they're dropping food in there. I'm like, whoa. Now, I'm not saying that you can't drive a Mercedes and be hungry at the same time. But, like, this Mercedes was rolling through and they're, they're giving them free food. I'm like, really? And then they inter they do a close-up shot of a woman with her, the, the window rolled down the car. And they're like, so, uh, what do you think about this? And she's like, yeah, um, I just want to say that I think that that uh, this, everyone here is doing a great deed. You know, there these are some really, really tough times for a lot of us out here. And meanwhile, she's talking into the camera, and you see a fucking Apple AirPod uh, coming, a wireless AirPod coming out of her, her left ear. I'm like, oh, she's got enough money for AirPods. 
Meanwhile, she's taking advantage of the free grub, bub. I don't know. Is that a scamboni? I mean, listen. Well, do you want me to play devil's advocate? Or do you want me to go for the joke? Go, first go for I the can, joke and then well, and then and well, then no, punish I mean, me. I, I, what I could say is I go, oh my God, these people, it's you know. Um or I just I scratch my head. I'm like, okay, why okay. does a Mercedes and why does this on, woman on. here with an AirPod See, need- I don't want to be I don't want to be Debbie Downer and ruin it for you, but oh, let's yes. just let's just say the woman was was successful, bought some nice things in life. Yeah. Maybe didn't save a lot of money. Right. Maybe had high medical bills, maybe her husband died. Um, and now she's out of work for six months. Right. Her income is gone. Her disposable, her yes. bank, is, you know, she's living off that. Right. And she's not at the point yet where she wants to sell her earbuds. Yes. And her car. Yes. And she's like, you know what? I can use some food. Yes. I'm going to get some food. I, right. Okay. Truth. But here's where I really have the problem with it. The people who edited that piece together, the, the actual Channel 4 people, the producer mm-hmm. and the director of that piece. Okay. They probably should not. They know that those people exist, right? The ones that you just mentioned. And I agree with you. Okay? All kidding aside. But they probably shouldn't have showcased that on television so thousands of people could point that out. Like, why don't you, why don't you focus on people that maybe look, look like, look, look fit part. And fit and fit, fit your movie? Fit, no, fit the narrative of who you're trying to help out. That's oh, well, all. Let me ask you this. I'll, I'll continue to play. Listen, you know I was going on my way to law school at one point. You know right. I like debating. I'm just saying because because you know what? No, you, no I but, know what you're saying. Because you're perception saying, so is reality. Because you know there are people sitting at home screaming at the TV like I can't afford like those fucking AirPods, but yet like this girl you. is in yes. her car and grabbing right. free food and she's right. got AirPods and this one's driving a Mercedes. That's right. what I'm saying. It's like the people that hit the lottery. They're saying only only poor people should hit the lottery, not not rich people. Well, what about other people who had money to buy nice things right. and are ashamed to go get food uh-huh. because that's not who they've always been. They've always been successful. Right. And maybe seeing this woman makes them feel like gives them the courage to mm. go get a handout when they normally right. wouldn't get a handout because times are tough and there's a pandemic. Okay. How about okay. that? Okay. How about that? How about, How about that? that? Right. right. And then, okay, but this is also like the time that I saw, uh, I saw, I saw some sore. Yeah, sore. I sore. <laughs> no, I, I I was I was observing uh, a woman uh, in a store paying for um, you know paying for her her food and her goods uh, with food stamps, mm-hmm. and she had a fucking iPhone 11. Again, is he is it the same thing or what? Like what's you know I mean uh... what if her bought what if her boss bought her the phone. Uh, I, you know, you're right. Okay, bro. You, you're such I, a, saying, you're no, a I'm, joke. I'm, 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 you're a I'm joke a killer, dick. man. You're being a dick today. No, I'm not being a dick because <laughs> half of our audience feels the way I do. I'm saying you never know. No, I'm I know. I know, know. I know. I know. I know. I know. But, but okay. All right. Listen, I, I, it's I'm an say, observation. It's know. an observation. Listen, I'm just saying I it's drive, a bad look. I, maybe, I drive, maybe, I, drive. I know. Maybe oh, hide the iPhone 11 and the Christian Louboutins while you're, while you're walking out with, uh, you know, goods that you well, paid for fair. with food stamps. That's Listen, all. Just we, why don't, we, we don't, don't know, just show it. That's all. 100%, uh, look, we all, we all know there's scammers in the world, right? Right. We all, so it's I, very okay, possible. I, and my, I, I get angry at people that take advantage of the system. I really do. Like, like people that really just. Yeah. I got hey, 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 hey. Who are you what? whispering? I'm whispering to one of my kids who's oh. doing something. I'm very. Hey, can you empty that? Because I really need that. 
All right, come back later. Okay. Anyway, Bye. Okay. But, but you get what I'm talking about. I, I do get what you talk. I'm look. There are definitely scam people, right? Uh, who definitely take advantage yeah. of the system. My hope 100%. is that the people that I saw on TV and the woman with the iPhone 11 in the store need it. genuinely Absolutely. needed it, and Listen, are falling that category. Gonna, I'm not saying there aren't people that scam, and and if they are scammers, right. they should be better at hiding their their affluence. Or, or they're, uh, you know, whatever. So I, I get that. Like people who are well off that steal diet grape sodas from refrigerators at okay. Chinese restaurants and, and say we're good and I take advantage good. of I small business she, owners. She, she said, yeah, we're good. She gave me the look like we're good. <laughs> Listen, my, my friend lives on a block in New Jersey. And it's, um, well, he doesn't live there anymore. He moved about two years ago. But he lived on a block that his house was nice on the block. But there was a couple of houses at the end of the block that were a little run down, right? There's right. always that the per, house on the block. And this house was an eyesore. It needed to get painted. It had like one missing shutter, one hanging by like one right. hinge. Right. It looked like a horror house. So they could afford like to a, live there. They couldn't afford to do the, re, right. you know, the restoration or right. the, the upgrades. But, okay. but they had three BMWs. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Fair enough. So, so you go, uh, wait, now... Do, uh, do they now? Do they buy? Do they put all their money in the cars because that's status for them? Because maybe in their job they're salespeople and they they need a nice car to go to work. Right? Because it's status. Like right. You, you never need, you know. need nice clothes because but, you have but, to be presentable my, at but work. My, right. But my friend was like, "Hey, sell one of the friggin' cars and paint the house." You know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So speaking of scambonies, I have another scamboni. You know. Okay. You know I don't have any. Know. I don't have no scambonies today. Well, I don't have any. I don't have any. Yeah, okay. So Family Feud is rigged. Tic-Tac-Doe is rigged. Now, um, if you don't remember Tic-Tac-Doe... Tic-Tac-Doe, that show from the 80s? Right. It was So was Joker's Wild. These were old shows. They're on Game Show Network now. So Tic-Tac-Doe, there's a... It was a... Uh, what are you, uh, um, it was, there was a dragon. What's the X's and O's game? Tic Tac Toe. Tic Tac Toe, right. but it was and, called Tic Tac Toe. Tic Tac Toe, like yeah. money, D O O U G H. And you would pick Wink one of the Martin. Boxes. Wink Martindale was right. the host. You would pick your bonus round. Um, you'd have the nine boxes on the board. They were all little TV screens. Yeah. Square televisions back in the old days when TVs were square, right? And you would have to pick a box like one through nine. Mm-hmm. And if the dragon wasn't hiding behind that box, right? You'd get $100. Like, 100 would come up on the screen. Right. Do you want to keep going? Yeah. Uh, give me box four. And you'd randomly pick numbers. Yeah. And each number, each box would have a random amount of money. And the tension would right? build because you know at some point you're going to see that fucking dragon. Right. So you might you might quit before you got the box with the dragon. But here's the thing. It was digital. It was TV sets. They could make the dragon come up whatever they wanted. So these people are like trying to guess where the dragon is. They're like, give me one. Give me give me six on the side. So it's not next, because they wouldn't want to do one and two, because one and two are next to each other. Right? There's no, there's no, the odds of it being any, it's all nine to one odds. But they could, if they want you to win, they just don't show the dragon. Right? It's computerized. Yeah. Say Okay. So Family Feud with uh, Steve Harvey... And I'm sure now, if I go back and look at old episodes, the old episodes were guilty of this also. You know the final round, the speed round, when you do... Um, fast money. Five, fast money. They give you five questions. Yeah. Right? Love that. Sometimes the question is, name an animal you'd find at the zoo. Well, there's probably a thousand. Now, maybe you say lion, but you could have said monkey or elephant or tiger. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of good answers. And sometimes... They ask you questions 
that only have two good answers. Yeah, but the catch there is you have to always keep in mind 100 people were surveyed, which means... No, 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 I'm telling you, the questions... Yeah, obviously there's stragglers, but this is what they'll do. Name a day of the week other than the weekend you'd like to have off, right? Right, so the number one answer would would be Friday or Monday, Monday. right. Right, and I'm using that as... I know people would like off Wednesday, but the point was, you know... So, um, so, so if you say Friday, I'm sure that's going to be like 62. You know, Monday you may get 31, right, and then you're get Tuesday, the, Wednesday, Thursday it'll be like six points, eight points, right, three points. Right. So right. I'm watching. I'm watching Family Feud with my mom uh, yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah. And this couple, very lovable, very fun. They all of the answers were they only were one or two options. It was like, name a cola. Coke. So the other person comes out and they go, name a cola. Coke. Pepsi. Right? They, they, I'm, I'm exaggerating. The, the point was, if they want you to win, they're going to give you questions with limited responses. Right. Right? They're not going to say, name an amount of time it's okay before your man falls asleep after sex. Well, is it six minutes, two minutes, four minutes, nine minutes? It's too many choices. There's a lot of choices there. Right. Name a name a, a meat you have on Thanksgiving, right? Turkey. Turkey. Bing. Then the next person comes out and says chicken. Like there's not a lot of oh, ham, whatever. Right. There's not a lot of op- my. So I watched it, and four of the five questions were only one or two possible answers. So the first woman got like 165 because she there was not a lot of choices, and the woman the other woman came out and she nailed it after like two questions. So my point is, I think they rig it. And the average person doesn't pick up on that mm. because they're like, oh, wow, these people are good. Yeah. No, they want people to win every once in a while because they I want you, they want to show people winning. Okay. Fair enough. Hey, and listen. then there's another game called America Says. Have you ever heard of it? That one I have not. Okay. It's sort of like crossword puzzles. and So what they do is they'll say, name something you'd find in your uh, medicine cabinet. Or, or uh, name 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 something you find in your shower, okay? And they'll show like um, an S with a, a a dash, and it's long enough that it, you you guess it's probably shampoo, right? Yeah. Another S might be there. It's shorter. Maybe it's sponge. Okay. So you you they give you the first letter, and then based on the length of the dash, you can maybe narrow down to what your guess is. So. If they like name a type of nut and it starts with a P and is a very short line, you're not going to say pistachio. You might say peanut or pecan, right? That's how the game is played. And you have to get all of the Yeah, no, I understand that, right. So how's this a scamboni? Okay, so this, this obnoxious family gets to the bonus round and you see P, D, D, and E, right? P, D, D, and E for the money. And it says, name something you see on a coin. Scary, give me a long word with the letter P you might see on a coin. President? Right, presidents, right. Um, Give me a short word with the letter D you might see on a coin. Dime? Like on a coin? You mean a picture on the picture of the coin? Um, Something on the coin, written, printed, anything. What's on there? What's on a typical coin? Uh, d- d- what? Wait, say it again. 
short a short a, sh- da- a short word a short word with a letter d d something you might see on a coin something i might see on a coin um yeah. a dent no that you know well, a d- uh, what? A, okay, a, well, okay uh, so it was date. Date. A date. Okay. You see the date on the coin. It all was right, made. All right. Then it says E. All right. A medium length word with the letter E. I'm going to go ahead and give it to you. It's eagles. You okay. see eagles on coins? Yeah, of course. Okay. And the fourth letter was D. Another D. Short word for D. A short D. Right? A little D. That's, that, that's like, what you have. D. A short D. <laughs> Your mother didn't say that. All right. So the fourth one, I'm sitting there with my mother. Because she and I like to like yell out the words, like try to guess. Yeah. And we're, we're, we're trying to figure out. Like, can't what, figure what, out what on a short D? Yeah, right? What what other word starts with a D you often so see on a We already said date. All right. right. We don't, so I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. The word was dirt. Well, I said dent. Okay. My point is. My thinking, mind went there. Right. Oh, you're thinking of physical things that things are inside the picture, like pictures, right? Like picture. like like a monument or or a, or a famous. Yeah, building but you can't or, look at you can't be too literal. My point is, almost every question in this game is literal, but then they give them dirt. When you think of a coin, would you ever think, "Wow, when I look at coins, I sometimes see dirt"? You don't see dirt. You might see uh, oxid oxid uh, oxidation, right? The, the coin changed color, but you wouldn't say dirt. Are coins laying uh, around in dirt? Will you walk around and pick up coins out of dirt? No, some coins you say, oh, don't pick that's dirty. But you wouldn't say, I see dirt. My point is, they didn't want these people to win. Of course that's not. That's my point. So that's rigged not in their favor. Right. I, like, sometimes I think they deliberately put a question in where the audience can go, well, that's tough, but I guess I see it. Oh, they didn't get it. But if you stop to analyze, you go, they eh, fucking crooks. They didn't want these people to win. That's my point. So fuck you, Family Feud. Fuck you, America Says. Don't forget, we're still selling merch. We have a merch store. Yes, and thank you to Justin Bannister at Team Bannister. So got my shirt in the mail today and love it. I am up to episode 53. Justin, you got a lot to catch up. Yes, you do. But you look good in the shirt, I have to say. So uh, go to so, brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. That's brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. Uh, no, no, I'm the that's guy. Oh, shit. I'm the that's fuck that up. That's brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. We have uh, we have shirts, we have tank tops for the ladies, uh, and we've got uh, we've got masks. Uh, you still need a mask. I think we've learned again this week the importance of it. Get a Brooklyn Boys mask. Support the podcast. Save a life. Save yourself. Protect yourself. There you go. Uh, all right, Anthony. Scary Jones. We got to get to Anthony Rodia. I know there was something from last week I teased for this week. All right, we could always do it next week. Or we're, we're going to have a long interview with this guy. I mean, he's giving us his time, and then he's got to go uh, play golf. So bear with us. He's a funny man. I think you're going to enjoy him as much as we have already on the big show. We Yes, we had him here second on the Brooklyn Boys podcast. And um, hopefully we can convince him to come back when he's uh, larger than life. He's already pretty big. He's going to come up next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. 
BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Wow, this is like the first time we're being visual, Brody. We are now going on Brooklyn Boys video, otherwise known yeah. as Zoom. This may be the last time, but you know what? Anthony is worth it. I'm willing to do anything for Anthony. So, we, yeah. So if you're oh, listening to this podcast right now, who Anthony is. Yeah. yeah if we, well, first of all, if you're listening to this podcast right now, this segment is going to be on video as well. So that's a, that's a little surprise. The video companion. Right. Uh, and At the end of all this, we'll tell you where to see it. Exactly. And uh, right now we're going to bring in our guest, which I'm kind of excited about, Brody. You're kind of excited. I'm very excited. Well, I've been excited. Well, okay. Hold on a second. You did a little bait and switch on me because remember there was, remember when I said way back when um, we shouldn't have a certain guest on, who was that guest that we finally had on? Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport on. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, we shouldn't have him. And then, then I came around and I'm like, I made a mistake. We should have had him. Mm -hmm. Yep. The shoe's on the other foot because I, a long time ago, long before he made his appearance on the Elvis Duran morning show, Anthony Rodia, who we're about to meet, was, I suggested we bring him on our show, and you didn't say no, but you kind of dragged your feet a little bit on it. I don't think I dragged my feet. I, I definitely didn't say no. Okay. I think he's hilarious. He's a I great just, guy. He, he's, he's very funny, but what I love even the most about him is his visuals, and I was concerned Back in the time when we were in studio, we didn't have a way to have visuals. But now that we have the right. pandemic and we have Zoom, right. we have yeah. a visual medium that we're using all the time. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's better if we see him. So. Right. And, and, and by the way, Brody, I got to tell you, you've come a long way. Because there was a time in one of the previous episodes of this podcast that yeah. you said, oh, I don't think we should uh, ever, ever do stuff from home. And I, here I still, we are do yeah. only doing things from home. Because you said well, it, we, we, we would sound like, choice, though. you said it would sound like shit. 
And well, then you, you went on record and said, we will never do a video version of our podcast. Well, this is not a video version of our podcast. This is a video version of our interview of Anthony. Right. And I didn't have this microphone when I said we wouldn't work from home. Sure. I didn't have this boom arm to hold the microphone. Right. And I didn't have, you know, the, a pandemic family. Right. So this is what we have to do. But when we're back in studio, Scare, we're doing our podcast. We sure are. in the studio. Now, we have Anthony in the room. I think he's just joining us now. Hopefully he's got it. Apparently he's got name. some super. His name is there. He's got some stup- superstar equipment. Anthony, are you, are you in our Zoom room? Yes. Oh, okay. We can hear you. You're like the voice of God right now. We don't see him. So we're back to doing the podcast with no visuals. This is, that's fine. Are you naked? Ooh. Um, I don't have any pants on. Okay. Uh. That's fine. Just don't have a Yankee hat on. I can't have that in the room. Here. <laughs> oh, I'm not taking off my hat then, Brody. Take off the hat, man. <laughs> so are, are we going to see you today or not? Yeah, I think so. Why? Oh, You're not okay. seeing me? I don't no. see it all now. Nah. You decided oh. you decided not to share your video with us. Oh, there, he, there he is. Oh, jeez. Oh, come on. What are you doing? Hat, we got huh? two I, fucking no. Mets fans over here, and this guy's come wearing on. a Yankee uh, hat. Oh, I, I know you guys are Mets fans. That's why I took out the fitted. It's got dust on it. I haven't no. worn it in a while. That's it. I'm wearing no. my, my Mets mask. That's if you, it. If you don't follow sports, the Yankees swept the Indians last night uh, in a ninth inning rally, which was the longest ninth inning in Major League Baseball history, to advance to the uh, uh, American League Divisional Series. Um, yes. But, Anthony, let's face it. They're doing it the cheap way. Two out of three. You have to take two out of three. What happened and to three a, out of five? And, and it's a short season. I think it was like what, thirteen game season. So does uh, it real? So does it really 12. count? Point six. What's that? Twelve point six games. Yeah. But I mean, but then, then yeah. again, you can look at it from a Met standpoint. Oh, we you can't. Guys still on, couldn't make, on. You guys still couldn't make the playoffs. Hey, thanks for coming, Anthony. It's been, it's been a pleasure having you. <laughs> a lot of success in your career. Got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Never point that out. Well, yeah. well, congratulations to your yeah. Yankees. Yeah. Thank you. Me. Hell of, I, you know what? We don't know when people are going to watch this, but the game, as of the taping of this, that game last night was unbelievable. Unreal. It was a good game. They it, came from they, out they of nowhere. They were down for nothing. They came back, took the lead. Then they yeah. blew the lead in the eighth. They, they rallied past won. the Indians. So the, the, the crazy thing with me is, uh, and this is just, this has been how it's always been for me when I watch the Yankees at, in the playoffs. If I'm not watching it in front of my television, they score. So they made a pitching change. It was bases loaded. <laughs> I went to go drop a deuce. And as I'm sitting there, I got the alert. You could say, take a like, shit. We, cur- we curse on this podcast. No, oh, we could. Man. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, yeah, no, dude. God. This is free reign, man. So I, I went to go drop a monster shit. And <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the Brooklyn boys is in Brooklyn, Massachusetts. This is oh, Brookline. This is Brooklyn. This is in Brooklyn, Brooklyn Iowa. Iowa. This is Good. Brooklyn. So we can say whatever the fuck we want. Good. I was getting like the anxiety sweats down my back. Yeah, this ain't Westchester. But uh, wow, he shouted out Westchester. This is gonna get bad. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony hails from Nurshell. We say New Rochelle, but he's from Nurshell, which is I don't know why they say it that way. And in Westchester. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why they say it that way. Scary. You say Prejut. You right. well, I'm sure he's gonna he's gonna roast me for that kind of shit in a second. Uh, no, I mean you know this is your show. I gotta leave you it's, alone. No, it's all good, man. You no, you can do whatever no, you want. You're here to not leave him alone. Right. You leave all me right, alone. Good. So we pick on him. So our we have our Brooklyn boys slices, and they want to know anytime we have a guest on, 
why the fuck? What's this fucking person doing here? So, yeah. but but even though you're not from Brooklyn, you are from the area, which is just north of Manhattan. I hung I hung out in Brooklyn a lot. I hung out on um, you know 18th Avenue. I still go there to get bread because apparently, of course, you know, our mentality is that's the only place that has decent bread, even though they mo- most likely ship them to every other right. place that I'm closer to. It, it's uh, in the water, out, right? You know, the water. Uh, uh, oh, it's got to be the water. Uh, but L and B's, I'm a big fan of L and B's. Spaghetti Gardens. Golf. We often talk about that on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I and then I golf. I golf all over the place. Sometimes, if I'm in the mood for L and B's, and I'm in the mood for golf, I'll golf right by there. It's convenient. That's awesome. Now, yeah, most people don't think uh, golf when they think of Brooklyn. <laughs> no, because they because right away they picture you have you know they're like you golf on concrete. I'm like no, right, I have grass. Right. No, we'll it's use golf grass. clubs to club people. Right. <laughs> right. If you don't belong, yeah, you, you right. might do something so, else with the seven iron. But yeah, yeah, there's golf. I think it's what a diker. Yeah, diker. Diker so, golf course. Yeah. We didn't play golf. Like I don't know who played golf on the Diker Heights golf course because none of us had the money to play golf. But what we did do in the winter was we would steal trays from, like, the school cafeteria. Yes. And we would use it to sled down the hills. That's, listen, I'm I'm glad you said that's old school, Brody. We used to go to Pelham Country Club by uh, in in Pelham, New York, and there was these these two huge, massive hills, and we would go sled. We would go to all the golf courses and sleigh ride because they had the best Yeah, but you'd use the trash can covers as as the sled. No, I'm from Westchester. We had sleds. Oh, wow, well, excuse yeah. us. Uh, look, at look at this guy. So I wasn't a deprived child using lunch trays. <laughs> so a- Anthony, uh, you know, again, from the area, we love supporting local and we love sp- supporting people like us. And, uh, you know, you originally made your debut uh, for our audience who may be listening uh, on the Elvis Duran morning show. You came on yeah. and, you know, that was a, for a, a first time for some of our friends and, you know, you know, listening uh, or seeing you. Uh, but obviously you're you're fucking you're a YouTube, Snapchat, Instagram celeb. Yeah, I mean, that's what I use to to start everything. You know, when I got back into comedy, I, I, I said, all you need is an audience you have an audience then you're gonna have fans and if you have fans you pack out shows and i i literally started from you know follower one and just kept grinding it out and uh i i i I was waiting for the i i I, my manager goes uh, i had like my one of my good friends we went to go see deadpool 2 and i look at him i'm like dude you want to manage me he's like for what like we used to work at the car dealership together i was a finance manager he was a sales manager and I said, I'm going to get back into comedy. And he said, how the hell are you going to do that? I said, I don't know. I'll rent out a theater. I'll pack it out. We'll start. You know, maybe if I can make $500 extra a month. And uh, as it started growing, he was like, w- w- which I always have goals. I put like goals in front of me. Like I'll write it down. Like, all right, three months from now, this is where I want to get to. So he looked at my goal sheet and he goes, a massive walkout? What the hell is that? I go, dude, I want to I wanna quit my fucking job in epic form and fashion. Ooh, okay. And I did. What, how did you do it? Uh, we had a finance meeting with the whole, the whole company. Uh, there were, you know, uh, uh, two or three dealerships that they had. And, uh, I knew I was leaving anyway. It was just, it was a, it was a toxic environment at that point. I'm a positive person all the time. I'm always, you know, I'm always the one joking around, making people laugh. I can't be in a negative situation. It's just, it's nobody should. So I knew I was going to quit, but now because I have the comedy to fall back on, um, we were in a meeting and I just basically put everybody on blast. I was like, yeah, listen, you know, you guys are all full of shit. You don't really like your employees. And uh, I fucking quit. And I just got up, walked out. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, that felt good. I get home and my wife's like, what are you, what are you doing at home at one o'clock in the afternoon? I go, I quit. She goes, are you an asshole? I go, 
it's not really not really the reaction I wanted. She goes, right. I'm fucking pregnant. I was like, oh, oh. my God. <laughs> Oh, that's how you found out yeah oh <laughs> yeah. yeah so i said uh i said hey can you give me until december to see if this shit works and um i mean thank you God. mean like hold the baby until december don't right, have can you it hold yet. it in she's yeah. like i'm not taking a shit and having a kid i uh oh. but listen man thank god it worked out and um i'm happy as hell right. and even so, so how, how much money were you making what kind of career did you have at that moment that you quit I was the only person working at my house. I was the breadwinner. Right. No, I'm saying in the comedy world. Like, what, what exactly were you bringing so in? Because like, it sounds to me like you went from here to here, but you hated what you did, and now you've, you're no, like, I'm no, fucking so loving life. I, 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 had a, you know, I had a plan. I said to myself, I'm a big numbers guy. So I said to myself, if I don't have to make more, I mean, I was making good money. Um, if I could make the same that I was making at my full-time job doing comedy, Right. During, uh, for the first quarter. So mm. middle of March is what I was looking at. If I can match my year to date, I quit. The reason why I quit is because I surpassed it by a little bit. Oh, okay. I was like, shit, I'm making more in comedy. I'm like, bye. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she hit me with the pregnancy thing. And she was like, so do comedians have insurance? I was yes. like, stop, this is too much. I'm going to fucking throw up all over the place right now. <laughs> no, but we have half price nachos at the no. club. Right. Yeah. Now, one of the things that gained you notoriety uh, online um, was was taking Snapchat filters and doing impressions of your aunt and uncle, right? Yeah. Now, so why don't yeah, you explain the, a little bit about that and how? So that was by accident. I, 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 I would always find ways to make people laugh, always. And sometimes it would just, you know, you would look at it and go, this guy needs medical attention. And I do. Um, but I, I was in a weight loss competition with my cousin and a friend of mine, and we started doing these, uh, banter videos. We started just breaking each other's balls online. So I went to Snapchat and I see this filter and I just started talking like one of my normal Italian off the boat uncles. I posted it online and people were losing their shit between the face and the eyes and the mouth and the accent. And, uh, I started doing, then I did a road rage video and then I started doing road rage Wednesdays. And then I started looking online on how to edit videos and put videos together. And I made a, you know, I created his wife. So these are based on and, real people or are yeah, they, these so, fictional characters? No, uncle Vinny is, is based after uh, mainly my dad, you know, the temperament, the things he used to say, um, Zia Lucia is kind of, uh, it's like taking six of my aunts and meshing them together into one. You know, you've got the because, aunt that's always angry, the aunt that's a little senile, but she doesn't want to admit it. You know, the aunt that's going through dementia, but we're all learning to live with it. It's uh, it's like a mixture of six. I love that you use the snap, Snapchat filter, you said, right? Yeah. You could have been a puppy dog comedian. Mm -hmm. Like, had you used a different Snapchat filter, Yeah. you right? could have been anyone. But the one you have uh, with the big mouth and the eyes... I start laughing before you speak. Yeah. Uh, and now I start laughing in anticipation of the voice that's going to come out and what you're going to say. You you have an unusual, uh, listen, everyone has a, a crazy family. Everyone has stories. Right. But you've made them come to life, right? So I feel like I know your aunt. I feel like I know your uncle. And growing up in Brooklyn, I think Scary and I know a lot of people like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's amazing now that when, and then when I do, so I always, I always wanted to be like, I looked up to like the old school greats, but my, the, the, the one comedian that I absolutely it, was in love watching was Robin Williams. Oh, what Robin yeah. Williams did, he would be on stage and between his voices and mannerisms and energy, 
you close your eyes, you literally feel like you're hearing five or six different people on stage. And I wanted to do that. So when you watch my videos, I've done something where I've, I've created fictional characters where people, including myself sometimes, think that Uncle Vinny and Z Lucia are real. I talk about them like they're real. I'm like, yeah, Uncle Vinny would never go for that. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I, need, to, I need a day to just chill out. <laughs> but when I, when I do my live shows, People think I'm going to do the same thing online. I'm going to come out with the with the characters and reenact situations, and it's nothing like that because in my mind, I'm like, well, if you're watching me at home for free, why would you pay to come see the same shit on stage? So now I give you another uh, kind of angle of my comedy. It's straight stand-up comedy. It's more of, you know, homegrown stories now. It's like, okay, what stories inspire my videos that I do online? And another thing, which is, the, uh, it, it was, it's, it's basically the, the number one reason I'm kind of like, insanely competitive with myself. I try to be funnier than I was yesterday. There are videos I make that I delete. I never post. I just don't think they're good enough. So people so can my, follow along where, where are most of your videos? Obviously we're going to give your information again, but is yeah. it at Anthony Rodia comedy? Yeah, everything is uh, just type in Rodia comedy. Rodia, R-O-D-I-A for yeah. some people that don't know. Yep. Rodia yeah. Comedy on Instagram, uh, Rodia Comedy on YouTube, and Anthony Rodia Comedy on Facebook. But the main purpose of my videos, I thought of, of a way. Um, I said, well, how can I never get tired of comedy? How can I always push myself? So the videos are a way for me to force myself almost to have to be funnier when you see me in person. Because if not, you'll sit there and go, I laugh, but dude, his videos are, are, are epic. Right, because you don't have those Instagram filters on stage. No, no, it's, it's just right. me. It's to create, like, think of like Seth MacFarlane. You know, family guy, he's the creator. Well, he has to be funnier in person because it's his brain. It's right. his he can't thoughts. walk out as Peter on the stage. Right, exactly. So, I mean, that the best compliment that I, I can get, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, my shows now have gone to a whole nother level. My energy, everything on stage is so much more comfortable. Uh, people come up to me and I get the husbands every show. I'll get two or three husbands. They go, Hey, my wife listens to you every night at like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> the truth, I don't like your characters. They're a little fucking weird. I go, okay. She dragged me to your show and I, I didn't think you were going to be funny. I go, what did you think? Dude, you're a funny fuck. I go that, that right there to be funnier than like, that's a guy that didn't even enjoy the videos. Right. Right. That fine. And then the people that are diehard, you know, Uncle Vinny and Zui Lucia fans, they say, listen, I thought you were funny online. I didn't think you possibly could be funnier in person. And I'm pleasantly surprised. Now, That's you ever, the best compliment. You, so, any jealous husbands that you ever, you ever encounter? Because, like, you know, yeah, their wife is more yeah. in love with you than them at this point. Well, when I, when I do, like, the meet and greets. I do meet and greets after every oh, show. Boy. I want to meet the people that support me. So we had it. We had it. I'm not going to mention any names. But we had it uh, last week. And I did five shows at Stress Factory. And one of the shows... Um, <laughs> we're sitting there and he, and she goes, she gets in the picture and, and he gets on this side and he goes, don't touch him. Social distance. <laughs> so she goes, no, no, I want to hug him. He goes, seriously, Marie, get you, like, you got to fucking touch the guy. And I'm just sitting there in the middle. I'm going, take, take, take the fucking picture. <laughs> you, you know, I love the way he used social distancing as an excuse. Yeah. yeah. There's no pandemic. He still no. wouldn't yeah. want to fucking touch on you. His hand was around me. It didn't even make sense. Right. How like, it, you need to social distance. I got antibodies. You know, you mentioned Robin Williams. You know, he had to create a world on stage, and then you'd hear it on, like, back in the day on records and CDs of yeah. his concerts. You you have to deal with two different personas, right? Your, your online persona and your onstage persona, and then worrying about what people have already seen so you don't do it on stage. And, I, I, and yeah. you'll know this. A lot of comedians 
put up their best stuff. Then you go to see them and they're doing the same stuff that you already saw online. And that's what I wanted to go. Like I I've watched comedians where, you know, there's so many comedians out there that are, are very successful, but you watch something they did four years ago and then you watch something today and it's the same material word for word, same order. Yeah. You never get that. Right. Like you can come see my show like this weekend. Perfect example. Last weekend, Friday night, I did a, a Thursday night. I had one show Friday and Saturday. I did two shows Set, Friday night between Friday and Saturday. Something else happened where I'm in the green room with Goomba Johnny, who I perform with. And I started laughing at something and I took that and I created a 10 minute story that I told on stage Saturday. So that's something right. you would never hear on top of that there. I have probably, I don't know, 15 hours worth of stand-up material stories and and just things that i i'm always writing i'm addicted to writing right you, and you must have done some crazy writing during the pandemic what like oh my god give us some examples of how what's been going on you know what 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 funny you know funny life's moments yeah, that mean, you might you, have encountered you you don't have kids right no yeah, that's why you he just does. fucking said. Yeah, that's why Scary yeah. said funny. There's nothing right. funny about it. This uh-huh. shit's got to end. Can I, I walk can by I... my kids and I'm like, I want to bury this fucking kid in a hole up to their neck, and just a head pop out, and leave him there as like a lawn ornament for a couple of days because this is not cool. Well, you did a song parody, uh, "Until Death Do We Part." Yeah. Um, you, please, guys, go look this up. Uh, it's basically two carrot the husband is singing about how he can't take the wife anymore <laughs> in the pandemic. I don't want to give any lyrics away. Right. Yeah. Just uh, the male character is singing, the females in the back, like you could, like that presence, like you could see she's always in his like- They're always street. there. They're right, always there. Always there. Where my, do you go? my wife might kill me before I kill her. Like, so today, like Monday, I'm, I'm addicted to golf. I'm a, I'm a golf fanatic. Monday, you know, I, I golfed. Um, and then I'm golfing today. I didn't tell her until this morning. I acted like I told her already. I knew I didn't tell her. She knows I didn't tell her. She was like, oh, the guy's coming to empty out the pool today. I said, I'm, I'm golfing. I'm golfing with the guys. We're going to be playing at Middle Bay. She's like, you didn't tell me that. Didn't I? Didn't I come home the other night? I was like, hey, I'm golfing with Mike. And I knew I didn't fucking tell her. She's going to watch this, and she's going to probably bury me just for this. But you got to get out of the fucking house. I'm like, what, what, what do you want me to do? She's saying, well, why can't I learn to play? Because I told you when we got married, there's two things that I like to do by myself that you're never going to fuck up. That's golf and masturbation. That's what I <laughs> enjoy doing. They both require bowls, and you're just, I mean, you're not going to, you're not, you're not doing it. Not Either way, I'm grabbing my seven wood, honey. Yeah. No, you're, exactly. You're not. But I don't want to assume. Could be a five wood. I don't it know. It could be a nine iron. I mean, you know. Um, I, I hit him long. Whoa, whoa. I hit him long. You got to go I with wood, Scary. It's a penis joke. Yeah, I know. Either way. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, Anthony, I got a question for you. I'm looking at your, your videos uh, two days ago when we first decided we were going to do this with you. Yeah. Some of your videos have, I don't know, 40,000 views. Some have 180,000 views, right? Scary and I do podcasts every week. Yeah. And we assume they're all going to have the same amount of listens. No. But no. some of them have three times as many listens as other episodes. Yeah. And we have no idea why. So when you post these, are you often surprised that one gets a lot more than another? Or are you like, why doesn't that one have more? That that I, that's a better video. Why isn't it? Yeah, it's so I've 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 uh, I mean I, I dive into everything I do. So when I when I did this, I started uh, looking at the algorithms of social media and you know how things hit certain feeds. And problem with social media is like if you post it on Facebook, YouTube, or Instagram, those those sites are controlled by people. I mean that that you know people yeah. are controlling everything that you happens. You can't so, you can't really 
there's no, no. Rhyme or reason so to like, it. like you, I mean, I'm thinking I, maybe I pissed someone off at Instagram. Right. So now my, but it's, it, it all, it's, it also has to do with like, I put a video like road rage Wednesday. I did a new one yesterday. There's one that I did uh, about a month ago called right. mask hole. What's and that? that what's of, that all about? So that's basically Uncle Vinny driving around, pointing out everyone that's driving in their cars alone with a mask, walking their dog with nobody around, like with a mask. Now that kind of triggers people and also gets people to go, oh my God, I hate that. When you relate more, people are, are more inclined to share the video. So like the one I did last night, the numbers are good. It's at like 140,000 views on Facebook. That video is at 5 so what, million. Could you, could you, could you disclose some of the content to that? Like what, what kinds of things were you saying? And it's yeah, that- like he pulls up to a, you know, a couple that are dri- husband and wife that are driving by themselves in the car with masks on. And he goes, excuse me, let me ask you a question. When you guys you go home and make the sex, you put a mask on it too. And then all of a sudden, she, I make believe the woman rolls down her mask and I go, Oh shit. That's why your wife would put a mask on it because she look more better. Put it back. sweetheart. to put it back. <laughs> he just drives if, around like shouting people out what about but the, the he's got five million views compared to some of the other ones that's the mask hole right yeah, yeah. so the, basically I, if, yeah. if you guys do a podcast and you guys talk about something that sparks someone's attention or relates to a massive amount of people yeah they're going to share it more and that's how of course numbers. yeah no, I, i'm 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 I agree with you on that. Yeah. I like, by the way, that you're a, you're a, you're first generation American, correct? Yeah. Or second generation, first uh, native, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know what the hell a label is. My parents are off the boat. That's right. Cool. Exactly. So scary is like fifth generation, fourth generation Italian. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Italian so, by name only. When you do the Italian accent, it's like, it's talking like this, right? Yeah. When he does, it's like, Hey, where's my fucking spaghetti? Yeah. It's, I, yeah. He's got that Brooklyn. That like Brooklyn. you're, you're actually doing Italian. Oh, it's and flat out immigrant. Right. And Scary's like, I'm Italian, but he's not. Like he, he's I, I mean, his name is also Anthony. Well, we we get we get into these arguments all the time with people. Like you'll have people online, oh, if you don't speak Italian, you're not Italian. I'm like, no, dude, it's mm-hmm. it's called it's in my blood. Like I'm right. yes, I'm Italian. So right. it's just di- it, different generations, different ways of speaking. You know, I grew up around immigrants, and then my family only spoke to other immigrants. So it's like you guys would right. think. I'm going to, like, if I want to play better golf, I'll golf with someone that golfs better. No, my parents, my, my, especially my dad and my uncles, they were like, I'm going to talk to people that talk like me. That way they understand me and I don't got to explain to myself. But they don't realize you're always going to, their accent fucking got worse. Right. But there's yeah. certain traditions and customs and things. Like, like for instance, I, and I, and I, and I, I hold on to some of these, even though I'm fifth generation and you're like, well, fucking, this guy's not Italian. I'm not but placing like, judgment. That's Brody. Oh, Brody's attacking no. your generation. Well, well, you know, yeah. well, oh, you notice that Anthony from the See, Jew. I'm I'm, to, I, I got to listen to the Jew. The Jew is telling turmoil between you guys. There's well, already there's turmoil. already turmoil. Yeah. But like, I'm, I got to have my Sambuca with my, with my, uh, espresso, but I got to have my Molinari. I don't want Romana because to me, okay. Molinari is like the, the true Italian one, the original. Right? So that that that's how you justify that you're really Italian because you put fucking sugar liqueur in your coffee. Well, no, See, I'm I saying, but this, those are one of the customs. His those bar are, is low. Those are one of the customs that I use, and what it's not just that. It's it's the, the I don't just go get salami at the deli, or the, I get supasada. I get again. His he's he's I get, Italian. Anybody hear food. those fucking crickets? He yeah. tried get, so hard. I get capicola. Yeah. I wasn't. I, I I liked the way you let it lay. Capicola lay. You you look like you practiced all night and you're like I'm gonna get the supersata. 
Right. But the point, you know, you don't pronounce it like that. I've heard you say supersad. Well, yes, thank you, you. Thank you. I know he listens to our show. You know he pro- of course, I listen to your show. Uh, he goes supersad. As soon as he said it, I'm like, he's. That's not how he says I'm it. Trying to, I'm trying. I'm trying to be a little it. bit more professional in front of you because well, I know then, you're going to come down on me. If that's the case, you have to say supersata. Supersata. Right. Right. Oh wow. Okay. Sopresata. Yeah. But the point is, yeah, that sounded great. You almost yeah. sound like you've been imported. <laughs> you know, but, you know but, Elvis used to joke with him that he's like, you don't speak Italian Italian, you speak Brooklyn Italian. Yes. My, up until only a couple of years ago, he'd never been to Italy. And he was always, I'm, I'm right. Italian, but he'd ne- have you been, I'm sure you've at some point. Have been uh, Italy, I've no? been yeah. 15 times and I've never had a vacation there. I've always gone right. there to see family. So you, you have uh, two videos that I watched recently. Um, I want to get the title right. It's when someone goes to Italy, yeah. right? And it's uh, one of your relatives talking to to you, saying, "Oh, uh, so another relative's going to Italy. Tell him to bring me back this and to bring me back that, and he's gonna yeah. go and get me this, right?" Yeah. And although I I don't have any family going to Italy, it reminds me every because I live in New Jersey now. Every time I go to Brooklyn, right. My mother gives me a list. Oh, make sure you get me some L and B. I need you to go to Rolling Roaster. I need you to pick me yeah. up some bread from 18th Avenue. I need you to get. So it's it's no different. Wherever you are, if you travel back to where you're from or go into some like you could live in the suburbs, but if you're going into whatever city right. you live near, someone gives you a shopping list. Oh, you're going? Get me some stuff. You can't just travel on your own. So it's almost to the point where you shouldn't even tell anybody. No, you shouldn't. I don't. Like my my wife is horrible with directions. So we live on Long Island and I play, I'm from Westchester, so I go over the bridge once in a while in Frog's Neck, Whitestone, whatever. Sure. She feels like just because I'm on that side of the bridge, no matter where I am, I'm close to Arthur Arthur Avenue. So if she's like, "Hey, where are you playing tonight?" So I said, "I'm I'm in um, you know, I'm I'm in Briarcliff." Yeah. Briarcliff is nowhere near the Bronx. She goes, <laughs> "Are you going to be passing by Arthur Avenue?" No. I'll be on the 95. Right. Nowhere near, Arthur nowhere Avenue? near Arthur Avenue. No, but I have to stop because right. I'm on that side of the bridge. Right. And I got to bring back like, you know, 80,000 things. Like we're preparing for a tornado and all we want is fatty Italian meat. Right. And, yes, uh, we do. It's, 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 it's what they all, like my father, anybody that goes to Italy, they get bombarded. And then the word spreads, and then what they do, they call each other. Hey, you hit Tony Sicotti, Italy, you better call fast to put your order in. Order. He's not doing catering. He's going on vacation. Right. And they call up. You know, bring him back some coffee. And then what they do is the, the biggest excuse. I'm like, well, they have Lavazza here. They have Kimbo coffee here. Yeah, but Anthony, when they bring it over here, they Americanize, and it tastes like your shit. No, it doesn't. No, nah, that's all in your. It's all in your head. Yeah, it's. It, it, I'm like the custom labels on it. No, it's not the same. Okay, all right, no problem. I'll bring back six pounds of coffee. That's I've uh, I've only been to Italy once. We took a cruise and we went around a couple of different cities, and we were in I guess Naples, Napoli, right? Uh, yeah. Where's the Trevi? Where's the Trevi Fountain? Rome. It, Rome. It's in Rome, right? We're so in Rome on this. Wow. Scary <laughs> said that. She's yeah. like, you know, we were in, we were in four or five cities. So the night we were in Rome, we went to this little Italian restaurant. Now I assume, you know, if it's a, if it's a, it's a, it's a row of uh, restaurants on the street near the fountain, it's probably like Times Square. It's not going to be the finest of finest. But anyway, we went to this little Italian restaurant with checkerboard tablecloths and very authentic vibe and wine on the wall. There's there's nothing that says Italian, like a checkerboard. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. 
So anyway, we go in and we, we ordered whatever we ordered. And it, you know, obviously you're not going to order chicken parm. You order the pasta, whatever they have. Right. My wife ordered uh, maybe gnocchi or so, some kind of. Oh my God. I can't show my father this episode. <laughs> it's, sorry, it's gnocchi. Gnocchi. Gnocchi, right? This is so pain. Go ahead. I'm sorry, gnocchi. <laughs> How would you pronounce it? It's gnocchi. Gnocchi. Right. Gnocchi. Yeah. So, oh, you pronounced the G. I know, I know. So that was pain. that was for your family. Okay. <laughs> so, we're, my wife orders what I, if I remember correctly, was gnocchi, and right. she loved it. She said, "Oh my God, this pasta is melting in my mouth. It, they must make it here in the back. We got to ask them like uh, how they made this pasta. Maybe we can create it. Maybe they sell it." So the waiter comes over after dinner and he says, "She says to him." Listen, this pasta is unbelievable. Do you do you sell it in bags? Do you do you have like dried versions of it? Can we get it? And he, you know, so we're like, this is where, how often we're we gonna be in Italy, right? And he goes, uh, you you, you could go get it. There, where are you from? She says, so well, from uh, America. Oh, it's a barilla. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, in the barilla, it's in a box, in barilla. That was so. You know, <laughs> you, you think the atmosphere? It's got to be the greatest thing ever. And listen, the, it's know. all how you cook it, man. The preparation, right, but, yes. and everything. I mean, my 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 rel my my mother in law, my relative. I mean, they they could take dog shit and then somehow cook it. Where you're like, this is the best Italian food. What is this? It's yeah. dog shit. Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> it's how you prepare it. It's their, but, it's I mean, their hands. It's their it's their olive yeah. oil. It's their sauce. Oh, which by the way, I'm sure you have family favorites in those categories. Yes, yes, 100. percent You can't and you can't tell anybody else who they are. You have to oh. make it like everyone's the best cook in the world. Tutta Rosa, they, Red Pack. What do you got? Oh, my favorites with sauce. No, we make it. We make it every year, homemade. Well, you just crush tomatoes. Yeah, yeah they're, they're crush tomatoes. Make it. I yeah. by the way, Anthony, I understood what you meant. You have you have like five or six ants. You can't tell one of them that they're your favorite. No, they'll, and they the ask one. you. Right. They, every time you go over oh. the house, they'll come over, they'll they'll like stand over the table and they go, How's my chicken cartolette? It's good. It's better than his the Zio Yolanda. Oh wow. Oh uh, uh, yeah, uh, way better. Yeah. She don't know how to cook nothing. I'm like, okay. Didn't know there was a war going on. There's a wow, it's like these iron <laughs> chef competitions going yeah. on in the family. Oh my god, you might have just given me another video. The Italian Iron Chef. All the ants compete. Might have to throw you credit for that. Look at him. He's like, No, no, bro, no, Brody's now thinking no, of the so title. I'm about, now, no, I'm thinking about putting them on chopped also. But like because they're Italian, they actually, you know, they chop you. Yeah, all right. Get knife to you. Chop up your body parts. That's fine. And see, now we're going back to the mafia thing. Yeah. No, what? Uh, no yeah, we, there is no, no such, such thing. thing. But if there but was, says, if there was, they'd be very, nice, very nice people. people. <laughs> yes, very nice people. So Always it's crazy because nice um, we have a low budget uh, podcast where we don't have the Zoom room that is unlimited. So I, I, I see the timer. You see the timer ticking down there. I think we have a couple of minutes left. <laughs> I'm gonna blame. I'm gonna blame the Jewish guy for that. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm not spending. See, he's not spending. Let me just tell you this. If it was up to the Jew, I'd get another 40 minutes free. I'd work that out. <laughs> but that's how you know right. it wasn't up to me. All right, we have to take a quick break. We got more with comedian Anthony Rodia right after this. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, guys. It's Steve Cavino from Cavino & Rich. Here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Back with comedian Anthony Rodia. I got to say, I'm impressed, by the way, during this pandemic or in these these, uh, unusual times, fill in the blank, extraordinary times, whatever. You're you're doing shows. How does that work? You have audiences Um, or you're doing them virtual? No, I did a virtual show and I just did five shows in Connecticut. Um, Live shows with people? Yeah, great. Yeah, no, they 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 usually hold I think three forty. They kind of they uh, got it down to one forty six, so they can space everybody out. Um, I'm doing Foxwoods. They just that got moved to December fourth and fifth. December fourth and fifth at Foxwoods. Okay, going to be yeah. down in AC at all? Atlantic uh, City, Atlantic City, October sixteenth and seventeenth at the Atlantic City Comedy Club. That's coming up very soon. Yeah, now, these, these yeah, are all so, very nice places. They're just, they're just spread. They're spreading it like like for instance, Foxwoods. We're going to be in the Grand Theater. Holds four thousand people. They're obviously right. not going to put four thousand. So you come in with a group of six people. Let's say they're going to put you down, and then they're going to separate three uh, three or four seats next to you. Hey, I'd be down for theater. that. Is it indoor venues or outdoor? Indoor, indoor, indoor venues. Now, Anthony, you're playing some some fairly nice places here. You're kind of name dropping, which is impressive. Mm. But you started out in comedy at one point where you weren't who you are now. I did restaurants. Yeah. So when I used to do uh, comedy and and sketch comedy and improv, we would sometimes play restaurants where people were eating and they didn't know it was comedy night. Right. And they're looking at you like, why are you, what is this guy? I'm trying to eat here. Yeah. No, with with me, man, I, and I tell a lot of these other comedians, I meet a lot of comedians now. um, I was spoiled, um, but I, I took my, my, what I knew about marketing and I marketed myself. You don't always have to market a product. So what I did my first show, I rented out a theater. Uh, that held 450 people in Westchester and White Plains, New York, um, the uh, White Plains Performing Arts Center. 
Mm-hmm. And I basically scalped tickets for 20 bucks. I hit up everybody I knew, I uh, hit up all my friends and everyone was like, why, why are you so adamant about selling this out? I said, well, it's numbers. If 450 people come to your show and they all like it, they tell five people. Well, now 2000 people know sure. that you did a show. Yes. It started. So I started out as a headliner when I was doing restaurants, they were actually hiring me and selling the tickets based on me performing there. So I, I always, from the start, never went in front of a crowd that didn't know who I was or right. didn't know what to expect. Right. Me to. So my crowds are so electric. I've been, I've been spoiled. You know, I've yeah. done a couple open mics where I'll jump into a comedy club right. and then say, hey, listen, these people are not off the boat Italian fans, but I'm going to make them laugh anyway. And I just switch up my, uh, my, my material. But I was, I've been spoiled from the beginning, man. I started out as that. Well, you know, I was going to tell you, hold on a second. I was going to tell you a story about how we played a right. bar uh, it had chicken wire, which is like, it had little openings. Like, so like if it was a chicken there, the chicken couldn't get out. No, I'm, 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 I'm familiar with chicken. My father has chickens upstate. Jeez. Oh, okay. <laughs> so for scary, who's never been near an animal. Yeah. Uh, living in Brooklyn. So the chicken wire was in front of the stage and it was designed so that if people didn't like the show, they could throw things at the stage and you wouldn't get hit. That, that is some scary. boost of confidence. Yeah. Hey, uh, if the joke bombs, it's all right. Because you know, yeah, so we're doing our sketch comedy routine, whatever. We're doing improv, and the crowd is like, it's all bikers, and you know, because we pulled up and like all the bikes are parked on the side of the road. Right, they really weren't in there for comedy night, uh, so they're eating dinner. We're doing our show, and uh, you know, all of a sudden they're throwing like French fries, and they're throwing uh, spoons. You're like, well, and they're clanking, they're clanking off of the- As you're performing? As we're performing. We're like, hey, we need a, we need a visual, we need a movie style. You know, we're yeah, trying to get- I mean, My thing is, if you tell people, if I'm at a show and you say, you know, hey, this chicken wire is designed, so if you guys want to throw shit, we're protected. I don't care if you're good. I'm, I'm going to start right. throwing shit anyway. Right, I'd like to believe we were good. But then they're throwing salt shakers where they take the top off the salt. So yeah. the salt's coming through. And we're thinking, how, how much are we getting paid for this? The answer is not enough. Right, no. Not right. enough. I, can't. I very rarely, if, if never, have a show where the people in the audience don't know who I am. And when you do that, when you have that luxury, it's so, e- so much easier because you're coming out, they're familiar with you, boom, they're ready to laugh. Right. But we have gone to other places when Johnny and I were touring where, you know, we went to um, um, Navi, Navi, Michigan. Now, oh, wow. We, we, we how does a, how does the Italian translate to Navi or the um, or the localism, the regionalism stuff that was making us laugh earlier in this it, podcast? It, it translated because now you're getting just old school people in general. But I, I changed up my material. I didn't go heavy on the Italian stuff. You know, it, we were in the basement of a Greek restaurant. Nice comedy club that they had. But I changed my stuff up on the fly. I'll look at the crowd. I'll hear what how they're reacting to Johnny. And then when I get out there, I go, okay, you know what? I might not do this, but I'm going to do this, this, and this. You know, and I started, uh, you know, I spoke, I, I always look up um, what people are familiar with or, or what, what's the trend? What do people know about this particular area that I'm performing in? And I'll write material based on that. So I switched it up a little bit for the most part. And sometimes all yeah, you, you got to do is sub out the name because it's the same yeah. experience in a different location. Oh, and that, that's one thing that, that has absolutely shocked me is how many people 
relate to my type of humor. It's not just Italians, man. It's Greeks. It's Argentinian. It's of Spanish course, people. Sure. White, black. I and- laughed my ass off at one of the you know funniest films of all time for me was my big fat Greek wedding back in the yeah, day. And I'm like, yeah. that could be a Spanish family, an Italian family. That could Correct. be my family right there. You know, so... You know, absolutely. I did, make, I did make a mistake. I'm not. I'm going to be at Reds on October 8th. Okay. This Sunday, I'll be at Calandra's um, oh. in Caldwell, New Jersey. Very familiar with Calandra's. Calandra's yes. is uh, my favorite bakery. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, when I went there the first time, I I realized that I was in front of the place and no one was around. Mm. And uh, I then soon quickly found out that I was in the one in Newark. Uh, yeah. so oh, that's a different Calandras. That is a different Calandras. That's the original Calandras. Yes. Uh, yes. There's there's so, several others. There's a, the Italian village. Uh, oh, this that, one's that in be, Caldwell. West Caldwell. Right. A new way of, of saying that a neighborhood isn't as uh, well. Upscale. You know what? Oh, you were in a neighborhood that was that was another Calandras. Yeah. Was, that, that was, was another a, that was the original Calandras. Well, you were at the original Calandras. <laughs> yes. The one, the one that the started Calandras. it all. Right. Go, go see him at Calandra's. And then try to fill your Dells while you're there. They're yeah. incredible. They're no, awesome. I can, man. I'm, I'm, I'm on a big uh, health kick. I'm trying to lose like 35 pounds. Uh, well, oh then have the, uh, the lights fill your Dell. Right. <laughs> I'll smell it as I'm having my grilled chicken. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> psychologically, it could taste like a pastry. There but, you go. I, I've, I've, have you done shows? I'm, I'm, you're more than welcome. All right, oh, good. thank you. I'll talk to, uh, I'll talk to your people. Yeah, my people. Have you uh, have you done two shows in a night where you do a um, a bit in the first show where you say, "Oh hell no," and you just cut it from the second show? Where it I've just done, dies. Uh, the most I've done. So I was at Governors in Long Island, and uh, to capitalize on the capacity because it was so you know it was lowered so much. It was down to I think seventy people outside, seventy people inside. There was a couple months back before New York was so nice to shut everything that has to do in entertainment down. Uh, I did four shows a night. It was so two, nice uh, of them to do that. Wow. Uh, 12, 12 shows in <clears throat> 12 shows in four days or three days. Friday and Saturday, what I did was I, I started the show outside. And then while I got on stage, Goomba Johnny and Tarek and Tracy jumped inside to start that show. So I did four shows. That was the toughest because at one point during the third show, I'm like, did I already say this shit here? Or was it at the first or second show? But um, listen, I, I, I don't really scratch stuff from my, from my standup. Like I write my material. I'm very like meticulous. Like, I don't want you laughing. I want you throwing up. I want you to have your ribs hurting from laughing so much. So the stuff go. that I use, but yeah, I might say, Hey, you know what? They laughed, but that's not a, that's not a big yeah. enough laugh for me. So I'm not going to use that. I'm going to combine that last joke that I did that I didn't think was going to get a big laugh and it got a huge laugh. And I'm going to start butting it up against the other ones. Right. Like the way I, the way I try to do it is the last four stories that I tell, I want, like I had people in, in Bridgeport. Um, one guy like spit water all over the place. Like I want you falling over. Nice. Last, That's nice. what I like to hear. Yeah. That's yeah, great. I try to kill you at last. So um, I think sometimes people confuse comedy now with clips on YouTube, right? Yeah. They get their comedy from segments or they'll watch somebody. There's nothing like going to a comedy club. No, I, I, people ask me, they, they say, what do you enjoy doing more? The videos are alive. I go, there's nothing like a live show. There's nothing like seeing the, the expressions on everyone's faces, having that guy in the front row keel over, holding his stomach. Sl- I hear people slamming on tables from the back. That's the best sound right. in the world is when you're killing. Like I try to literally kill a crowd from the start, the minute I hit stage to the minute I get off stage. And 
like I said, I mean, when I, the best compliments is the reactions, you know, having right. people message me the next day, Hey dude, my ribs are still hurting. My, my cheeks are still hurting. I just <laughs> called up my sister that I came to your show with. And we're still talking about stuff that you said that hit so, you know, hit on point with our family, right. you know, so it's there's nothing like a live show. Well, see, when I write a joke or do a prank phone call or write a song parody, my instant feedback is like two minutes later if a text message comes in right. and says that was funny or you'll get someone on Twitter. Oh, I listened to the show like eight hours ago. That was good. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's nothing like performing in front of a crowd. And so it's, there's nothing like it for you being on stage and there's nothing like being in that audience because you laugh more, right? Cause it's, Oh yeah. I mean, listen, what, what think about watching a comedy movie. You're watching a comedy by yourself. You'll laugh. You watch that with four or five friends. Yeah. You're laughing. You're you asking each other. Yeah. 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 You feed off the laughter, but it's also with me, it's instant confirmation. So I do a show. I hit you with that, that punchline or that story. Boom. You laugh right away. I know it's funny when I do videos, it's harder. Same thing with your podcast. You know, you do a podcast, you don't know how people are reacting. So I don't like when I post the videos, I don't know how well that video is or how funny that video is until I see how many people are sharing it. And then I read the comments. So, you know, live shows are, are amazing. I love yeah. it. I mean, now, you do you get the, the, uh, the occasional drunk who heckles or, or calls out? I don't get talks. hecklers, man. I, I get the, um, like if, like when I do, uh, like any show in Jersey that I do, I have this, this one fan, she's a lunatic, but she's a good lunatic. Like I get people like even this weekend, I had one guy at the, at the late show on Saturday night. Every time I had the crowd just, like killed them with laughter and it was like a good belly laugh. Anthony, we fucking love you. I'm like, all right, dude, That's I great. heard you six times. I heard you six times. <laughs> but I love you too. You need those people, especially in times 100%. of peril. You know, especially you need that 100%. woman to show up because you can always play off of that and you know create some sparks from there. So yeah, no, now I, I like I like my my I, listen, I, I do, I'll do a show and my manager <laughs> and even Guma Johnny, they, he goes, dude, you're nuts, man. He goes, you know, I stay after um, I, I think our cap is 350. Anything over 350, the venue makes us charge for a meet and greet because they want to cut down the amount of people that wait. But up until 350, dude, I, I've sat and signed. Um, I have these eight by ten pictures of me and my characters that I've created, yeah. and I personalize them and I sign them out to every single person in the audience. And I'm there sometimes two hours. That's and, dedication, man. And, well, Johnny said something to me that really I didn't realize it. He goes, "Dude, I've looked at you now for the past year." doing these meet and greets and you never look like you don't want to be there. Your face is lit up. You're engaging with your fans. And it, it goes back to like what you said, you need fans like that. But more importantly, without these fans, I can't, I can't literally do the one thing I love doing in life as a living. So right. what the yeah. hell is another hour and right. a half of meeting them and giving them something to take home and sharing? Like maybe they, you know, they share a story with me or something. It's, it's just yeah. appreciation. Now, I'll never lose that. I, I know, I know you got one foot out the door and you got to go golfing here shortly. And I got a tea time at one thirty, and it's, it, there's money on the line, but that's fine. <laughs> a little friendly match. A little, how much yeah. money are we talking about? No, uh, he kicked my friend. Yeah. of mine kicked my ass well, three months ago and I've been practicing. Now so. Rodia comedy on uh, that's your website. That's your Instagram, yes. Twitter. You're on Snapchat with Rodia comedy too. No, no Twitter. I got rid of Twitter. Oh, don't tell Brody that he's a Twitter yeah, uh, aficionado. Oh, he's look at him. He's like, I'm going to have to end your friendship here. So I'm going to tweet out the podcast. I'll have to put your, your handle and then write on Instagram. Yeah. Right. Great. It's great having you here. You're awesome. guys. We'll talk to you. Hey, listen, when you get to that next level, when you, when you're at that Sebastian Maniscalco level or even beyond, or you're Dane cook when his day, 
Don't forget the little guys, all right? Listen, I'm planning on coming. Listen, I'm I'm going to be on the podcast. I want to be back in studio with you guys in the morning. With Elvis you know, Duran. You guys get back in, and I want to have a shot. There's a lot of things on my bucket list. I want to have a, sh- uh, a shot with Uncle Johnny. Um, we'll do another podcast. Listen, maybe, you know, you guys can have me co-host the Brooklyn Boys. I don't know. It's just an idea. Hey, hey well, let's, see how, let's see how big you get. Let's see how big you get. Yeah. We'll, 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 <laughs> he's like, let's see if you progress, because right, right. now you really know benefit. To- right. You start doing Colbert, some Fallon. We'll talk. Oh, now, let me ask you a question. Can I share this on my Facebook? Hells yeah. Oh, oh, oh you guys are going to get Wait a minute. That was the deal. You better share it on your Facebook. Yeah, I will. We'll and see. your we'll Instagram. See. You got to get up to like 3,000 views. Yeah. Well, yeah. what do you guys usually get on Facebook with this? We're more. This is we're, our first video. Our what? First, yeah. You're our first video. We do video. an audio podcast. This is the first video. We oh, got. sweet. Oh, no. You guys, this will probably get like 80,000 views in the first week on uh, Facebook. This will well, be good. All right. Good. Love it. Good. Good. And we'll uh, we'll put it up on our Instagram and uh, awesome. All right, sounds good, guys. Great having you, buddy. Thanks, brother. Take care. Later, guys. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply.